I get the shakes every day at 3.30. <laughs> Rain or shine. Let me know what's on your mind. Welcome to episode number 10 of Through the Eyes of Guys. Don, did you think we, could, would, we would make it to 10? Um, I did, but like you seem to have your doubts. Well, no offense, but you show up every couple weeks looking pretty, and there's a lot of other crap that I have to do between there, so uh, that's why I thought I would fade. But no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm happy to keep doing it. I, I love doing it. I'm having fun with it, and uh, kudos to us for, for sticking with it. Thanks for not giving up on me. Uh, we just did a fist bump for those of you that are not watching the video. Uh, thanks for being a part of it. 10 yep. is, a, is a pretty Ten? big deal. Yeah. No, I'm, I like doing this. It's like, you know, I love shooting the shit, man. So, yeah. <laughs> We're both pretty good at that. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of shooting the shit, today we couldn't think of a topic. And so we are just <laughs> going to be going with a dirty dozen. Dirty dozen what, you might ask. We were texting the other day, and it was kind of just random stuff that the four of us here at this table were talking about, and I said, well, why don't we just do the next episode kind of like this? Each of us bring a, a couple of small topics to the table. We'll do a roundtable thing. We each chime in on it, and we'll call it their Dirty Dozen. All right, and that's what we're going to do. It's four guys, uh, three questions each. That is the Dirty Dozen. So welcome back, Paul. Thanks. It's been a few episodes since you've been on here, uh, so we appreciate your time and your efforts for being here today. I always appreciate the invite. Thanks, Ed. And Don. And we have a newbie. Rookie. Go ahead and haze him, guys. We have a hazing process, so we, we haven't, I guess... We haven't I'm touching his knee under the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already short. It's God's way of hazing, so... <laughs> Chris, welcome. So, are you? Uh, tell us about you. Are you from here? Did you grow up here? And, and tell us, uh, tell us who the hell you are. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me on. Uh, Thirty-six years of age. Grew up in Metro Detroit. Moved out here to Chicago. I think just shy of about ten years ago. Uh, and in real estate, and um, actually met you through a uh, one of my passions, which is boating. And apart from that, just uh, I guess normal life. Not not a whole lot going on right now. That's really spectacular. So. Great. And um, special thanks to our producer friend, Kelly, who has joined us today to be timing us Ooh. and keep us on task. Yeah, well, first time we're having some here. actual applause here. There's a lady in the room for the, for the production. Yes, I hope it doesn't uh, mess with the, with the zen or whatever the hell. So Double X chromosome. Guys. Yeah. Careful. So uh, keep us on task, okay? Make sure that uh, we don't go over the three-minute threshold there. I think most of the transplants that I know that have moved to Chicago are either from Ohio or Michigan. Do you, do you guys feel the same way? I have a bunch of friends from Iowa. Okay. That, that were born and raised, like yeah. next to a cow or whatever? Yeah. Okay, because I have a lot of friends that went to Iowa University, yeah. but not, not that. No, I, I think you're right. When I first moved down to the city from the, the burbs, and I would just meet somebody at the gym or be like, oh, where are you from? 90% were Detroit. Yeah, oh eight was a bad time to be around Detroit, and uh, I don't it was think it 08, got off actually. Why? Yeah. What, what happened in oh eight? <laughs> you know, there were a couple people who got upset over a couple things, but um, no. In the grand scheme of things, I would say probably, you know, maybe seventy five percent of the people you know in the neighborhood. If you went to an okay college and you kind of had a shot to come out to the city, you did. So, is Northern Illinois University an okay college? It's a spectacular <laughs> college, in fact. So. How about Loyola? 
Also a good college. Thank you. <laughs> well, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, I, I would say I, I always describe Chicago as the sink of the Midwest. So if you're going to go here, you know, almost everybody comes up. And there's a couple good memes actually circulating right now about exactly that. So sink I can handle as long as we're not the armpit, which is basically Indiana. St. Louis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Home of George. Hey, to be fair, I was born in St. Louis. St. Louis is the armpit of America. Um, but more on that later. Uh, <laughs> in episode 11. <laughs> Shall we get to it? Let's do it. All right. Number one of the Dirty Dozen. And this is probably going to be one of the dirtiest uh, questions that are in at least my, my group of questions here. Kelly, you were here last week and you witnessed this. Um, picture yourselves drunk. Picture yourselves. Close your eyes if you need to, Paul. Like, Paul. Done. <laughs> done. <laughs> uh, you're drunk. You had three vodka sodas, and you're arguing with this girl about something that you are passionate about. Uh, she gets angry. She stands up, and as she's walking away, calls you a motherfucker. What is your knee-jerk reaction? How do you respond to her? Keeping in mind, you're already pissed off. You're drunk. And she said that to you. No taking the high road. I mean, if you can, if you if your knee jerk when you're drunk and angry is to take the high road, go for it. But uh, go ahead, Paul. All right. So I have a, a a strategy that I have really embraced for most of my life, and that is to not let the individual who's insulting me think they've actually gotten to me. Right. And so she says, "Motherfucker" to me. I go, thank you, or I say, I give her applause with the smile with you just said. Smi- well, yes, with this <laughs> smile. Sorry, um, audio folks. <laughs> and so I find that that usually enrages the individual even more, which then gives me great joy. I would normally be uh, talented enough to do that as well if I was sober. Right. But I was already pissy, so I, 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 I totally love that, though. I mean, it's, so it also works like if I'm ever in traffic, and I'm a, I think I'm a pretty good driver, but if someone cuts me off or, or I accidentally cut someone off and they give me the finger... I just I wave and I smile and say thank you, <laughs> and that you can just see that it, they get even more you know oh yeah upset when mm-hmm. then it makes me happy. <laughs> you know I tend to flip into more of the uh, uh, the, the defensive mode and at first kind of give them that mean look, but I don't know. Generally, it always breaks down to comedy and humor, and if you start laughing. But um, I, I, I think to clarify too that this is partially a real story, is it not? Oh yeah, it happened last week. Yep. Which I'll tell you what I what I what I my my knee jerk was after this yeah. after these messages. Yeah. Um, I already know what your knee jerk was because we talked about this. But uh, your knee jerk was actually a lot less offensive than what my knee jerk would have been. And it, it, depending on how drunk I my I'll go to my favorite word whenever I feel like it. Does it begin Even, with the letter C? It begins with the letter Whoa. C and ends with the letter T. And in this country, oh boy, do you just the whole room shuts the fuck up when you say that word. Cat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he says this country because actually we were talking to our buddy from uh, New Zealand. And I grew day. up in in Scotland and it was like, that's their equivalent of bitch. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's less, uh, less there's, harsh. There's less stigma on the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot more people say it a lot more often. And women say it. You know, it's not, it, it doesn't have this, it doesn't carry the stigma it does here. So I responded, obviously, you guys, you guys know, with, with, okay, bitch. And my God, if, I mean, we were in a bar with, with not super loud music, but there was music playing, but I could hear the gasps. Because, uh, and apparently I talked to some female friends. By the way, I, I, I surveyed some people. Uh, opinions are across the board. Mm-hmm. Some people think that I was harsh. 
because a lot of females do think it's like, whoa, it's like the end all do all insult. Other people were like, uh, motherfuckers kind of more harsh than that. So I, I, I have no survey results for well, you guys. No, here. but like what I like, it's what I told you when we were initially talking about it. I'm like, uh, it, just literally taking literally, it literally. Yes. Like bitch is a little more harsh. You're calling somebody a female dog in heat as opposed to she was just calling you a father. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Which I was chuckling when you when you brought that up because it's like yeah if you, and I wish sober me would have been like hey so so if I'm a motherfucker yes. you are a female dog in heat yeah right, exactly right. Paul what's your first one my first question um, is not as uh, I guess I don't know if I'd call that controversial Ed but um, but I, I think it's a, a fun kind of light one give me your worst job you've ever had comma I will also accept worst interview and that can be interpreted any way you want. Whether you were a bad interviewer or E, or whether the job sucked or maybe you just sucked at your job. Mm. <laughs> Anyone? Well, I, I got started actually uh, at, a, at a private airport in Metro Detroit. And originally it was supposed to be kind of a round robin where you go to everywhere. And they did anything from, you know, literally busing aircraft to servicing to sales and all that. Uh, grand scheme of things, uh, what ended up happening was I was coming in every day in a tie and, you know, in, in all suit stuff. And at the end of the day, uh, uh, they bumped me down to the kitchen. So I was oh. busing planes. What the was the, the first uh, position? Well, it was it was supposed to be basically uh, switching off. Yeah, generic. You know, across like the ten or twelve things that they did there. Okay. And they ended up needing help in the uh, in the catering department. So I ended up catering at an airport, uh, <laughs> and it was it, it went from bad to worse um, because if anybody's ever worked in a commercial kitchen, uh, that's a difficult job to get even more into it in an airport. Uh, you know, everybody was mad. It was hot. It was disgusting. And you know, cleaning dishes. At, you and know, you whatever. were in a suit. Yeah, yeah, in a suit. <laughs> Is, uh, is not great, and so th that was one of the one of the only jobs that I at some point just didn't show up again for. So yeah, that was a pretty awful one. Yeah, um, I had a pretty bad one when it was probably my first job. I was like thirteen or fourteen. I was living in Florida at the time, and uh, it was one of those door-to-door uh, -door cold calling sales jobs where you're selling like peanut brittle to old people. Ouch. That was ter plus they made us dress like Mormons. Um, <laughs> like you, I had to wear a shirt and tie and like khaki pants and go up and knock on people's door at eight a.m. on like a Saturday morning and be like, "Hey, do you want to buy some peanut brittle?" I can't tell you how many times I had a door slammed in my face, and I'm 13 and like pretty cute at that time. I was I was a good looking kid, and still just Modest. people just being like, "Go the hell away," or like you know, or there'd be times when I they wouldn't even open the door. I just hear it through the door, be like, "Go away, we don't want any." And like, and I'm like, that was. It was brutal. And we used to like, we meet at like six in the morning and I'd be like, and we'd sit around for two hours before we'd start and be like, why do we have to meet at six in the morning? I was like, I could have rode my bike here two hours from now and you guys had still been sitting here, you know? And, uh, it was, I, I did it for about, I think it was three weeks and I was like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I just like, my mom was like, well, I wanted you to get a job. And I was like, not that job, any other job, but that job. Jeez. Um, most of my jobs have been tolerable. Um, I have a top two. One of them, I don't know how servers do it. People are assholes. I was a server for about a month until I was able to replace that with a DJing job at another bar. And just people were, people are jerks. They, they, they treat you terrible. And there's all this crap to remember too. It must be a certain side of the brain or something that, uh, that didn't work for me. The other bad job I had was during college. I worked at the bookstore. Oh, I had this 
old, 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 old lady as my supervisor. And all I was doing the whole time during the first part of school, uh, when, when school got in session, was going, see which notebooks needed replenishing, write down how much, go in the back, grab them, and bring them up. And oh my god, was she on my ass. Mm. That was bad. Yeah. Next question, Chris. A <laughs> uh, little bit of levity here. So what is your favorite conspiracy theory? Oh. Hmm. My favorite one to ridicule or the one that I actually kind of believe? Yes. Mm. Stevie Wonder can, can see. <laughs> is, is there really a theory out there? Yeah. And <laughs> there's been too many people with too many stories. I'm not saying he's not legally blind because there, there was a golfer, Tom Watson, who was legally blind and like still could golf. But I, and I'm just saying that he's not as blind as everybody thinks he is. And I know I'm going to piss off the blind community right now and a lot of people that love Stevie Wonder. But like... He he can see a little bit. There's like videos out there of him like catching a mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> like like Paul McCartney knocks over a mic stand on, and 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 he like reaches out and catches it. And I'm like, there's no effing way he could do that if he couldn't see a little bit. You know, you don't think that maybe his his uh, his sense of like the feeling on his skin yeah, on his face is like, oh, <sighs> I can feel the breeze coming from the mic stand. I know, Superman. I, I know right. all your senses get Devil's heightened. Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. But. I'm just saying, like, if, if you're talking about, like, my favorite conspiracy theory, like, that's the one that I, I'm most likely to be like, yeah, I'm with you. I think you can see a little bit. Um, I, have n I have not done a lot of research on conspiracy theories, admittedly. Um, but one time I went down the rabbit hole on the 9-11 conspiracy theories. Oh, I don't believe much of it, but it's interesting how much thought people put into it. Sure. And how deep and deep and deep and deep it just kept going <laughs> as I kept reading more and more. Obviously, the alien stuff uh, in Arizona is pretty cool, too, but uh, that's the only one that I've actually read up on. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, classic ones like JFK, yeah. um, Al Capone were buried, like, blah, whatever. Uh, the most interesting one I ever came across. Wasn't that Geraldo? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it was... Um, I think Geraldo tried I remember, to find I remember it. watching that, and he like broke through a, oh, yeah. a wall under, under underneath something, expecting to find, and they found like a Tommy gun and like a suitcase with nothing in it. Right. <laughs> At least there was. Sorry, it wasn't just like a like a Budweiser bottle or something. I suppose, yeah. huh? But yeah. a, a more current one that I heard was that uh, what Avril Lavigne was actually was dead and came back as or no. Pretend, faked your own death and came back as Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was... Um, Genre changes are difficult. Yeah, so it was just that. But the one that always got me, I was out in the suburbs, talking, we were talking about suburbs earlier, and a friend of mine from, from grade school um, grew up to be a dentist. We are very, very intelligent person, and we were outside, and a plane flew over. And I was... And you know how some, sometimes planes leave the, the smoke trail? The trail, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. She's like, everyone inside, everyone inside. And she gathered, she had kids and all that. And I, I was just following. We all got inside, yeah. and I was like, Mary, um, what's that all about? Yeah. And she said, that's how the government gives you cancer. Oh, God. And this, this person who I've known for a long time, wow. who I always kind of thought pretty reasonable, and whatever, but she was convinced. Like, so she's never been on a plane or anywhere near an airport. Oh, because the next time you see the end entrails, nope, wrong, yeah. wrong Con word. Contrails. Those are called. My they mom, call my them. Mom them a sky They call them chemtrails. They're actually called contrails, and they're just a natural. You thing didn't say cut trail, did you? No, oh, no, no. I did not. Well, yeah. Just so they give sure. you cancer. There you go. Wow. Oh, by the way, before we move on, uh, Taylor Swift, you mentioned, is pregnant with Drake's baby. Don, what's yours? Um, okay, it's my. It's one of my favorite questions to ask. Okay, you get to have dinner. 
with anybody, any three people, alive or dead, in the history of the world, who are your three people? Abraham Lincoln, my great-grandfather, and, gosh, hmm, yeah, what the hell, bring Jesus on board, I think he might have some cool stories, it's a good one, I'm not religious at all, but I just like pick pick his brain, I like that you went personal with your great-grandfather, I never met him, and he seemed like a really fun guy, spent a lot of time at bars, yeah, <laughs> I think most of our grandparents did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna so I'll, I'm gonna take a page out of the Ed book. Um, my maternal grandfather. Everyone says that I am him reincarnated. Okay. I never got a chance to meet him. Okay, but apparently I have mannerisms. I say similar things. I do. I similar like addiction. I I do this when for salt on my when I put salt on something. Yeah, and then I there's salt on the plate. I will put my finger. And I will eat the extra salt. And apparently, my mom flipped out when she first saw that. Said her father used to do that all the time. Anyway, that's. But then, selfishly, you guys, we, we talked. I went to culinary school. Julia Child is a personal hero of mine. Okay. Um, obviously, never got to meet her, and I think that she's um, she's done a lot for the world, not just in the in the kitchen. Um, and then, similarly, but not really, uh, Tina Fey. I know that's she's alive that's and it's actually possible, but she's also one of my heroes. So she's my nerdy female crush. I I, I think she even I have a crush on her. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> you know, I I've always been a big car fan. So uh, and my grandfather was a mechanic, and so he always really appreciated a uh, Sochiro Honda, and then Henry Ford, and then uh, I've always been a big German car nut. So I guess Ferdinand Porsche rounded out with all car fans. So. Oh wow! So you'd be just having a three-hour conversation over dinner about cars. That sounds hellishly boring, boring to me. <laughs> so, uh, I'm a car guy. I can get that. So, so I, I, Wow. I love people with, like, wit. And I, 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 and I, every time I got this question, I'm, I'm always trying to think of the three biggest wits in history. And it, it, it always comes down to Dorothy Parker, who was a member. She was a writer back in the, like, turn of the last century. And Thank you for defining her. Li- Lived through the Roaring Twenty and just an acerbic wit, like just what? But yeah, was she was great. Uh, an example of Dorothy Parker's uh, humor. Uh, somebody uh, they asked her, what did they ask her? Um, oh, somebody told her Calvin Coolidge had died, and she's like, "How can they tell?" You know, because he was a, a, just a, a absurdly boring man. Um, and like, and just stuff like that. She was just quick on her feet. Uh, another one would be Oscar Wilde, the playwright. Also an author. Okay. Uh, okay. Also yep. very quick wit. A um, couple seconds left. And then uh, Voltaire, the old French philosopher, also very quick wit and, you know, very funny in his writings. I think I might put Hemingway on my list too. I don't know. That just came to me for some reason. He seemed like a... Again, staying in bars a lot. No, I was about to say, yeah. Yeah. Same with Oscar Wilde. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my second one. My se- we're going through round two of the Dirty Dozen here on Through the Eyes of Guys. You alluded to this earlier, Paul, um, but I'm going to say what would you guys say? And Chris, you don't drive these days, even though you're a car nut? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have a car. I have an urban mobility vehicle. It's all, <laughs> all right. It's Is that what we're calling it now? Yeah. U- M- it's a UMV. All right. Yeah. Um, Biggest traffic pet peeve. 
you, you mentioned oh. earlier, Paul, about you know uh, laughing at people. When people get mad at me, I'm I'm doing the laugh and the and the smile and the wave and everything just like you. So biggest pet peeve out there, like like bad habits that people have, or just that you're like, God, this is so inconvenient. We only have three minutes, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. So. Yeah, I used to let this get really, like, get under my skin for no reason. Again, maybe bad headspace. But people that, like, use their turn signal, go in the left lane, and just leave it on. Oh, yeah, it's For, like, days. <laughs> and so I used to consider myself, when I was driving back and forth to DeKalb, like, the, I was the road warrior. And what I would do is find somebody like this, and I would go in front of them and just turn on my, my turn signal until they realized what I was doing to them was really irritating me. Yeah. So I felt eye for an eye. I was like, there you go. Then they turn it off. I would give them a thumbs up off of 88. And I would go on with my day. Uh, I got to say, it's, it may be in a similar vein. It's the uh, left lane bandits. In uh, in ninety percent of the time, it's the person who's actually I'm in the passenger seat, and, and it it just makes my skin crawl when they sit there in the left lane and people are going on the right and you know and and then they always tell you that stupid saying they're like I'm going the speed limit it's them who are going too fast I'm like get out of the lane I'm so. texting and reading a book and eating a sandwich that's why I'm going so slow in the left lane okay Chris it, it, it gets even worse too if you, picking if my you, nose if you get into something modern like with one of the Teslas it'll you know, quote unquote self drive. It is scary. People will be on Instagram the whole time. They will not even look up. And I, I just know my life is going to be filled with a lot of passenger anxiety. A couple yeah. years ago, real quick, a couple years ago, some friends were knocking me on Facebook for like doing too much shit while I'm driving. So I would put at the end of a lot of my posts, uh, as, uh, written to you while driving. <laughs> I'm one of those people that goes 95 to 100 in the left lane. So if you're sitting in the damn left lane and you're not getting over when faster traffic is, that pisses me off to no end. Like when you're like, oh, I'm going the speed limit. I was like, that's not what the left lane's made for. There's uh, there's those of us that are trying to speed and trying to get away with shit, and you're making it difficult. <laughs> get away with shit. That's key right there. So can I uh, kind of go off in a little bit of an angle on that one? So this this is not necessarily in traffic, but in a parking lot when you don't park within the lanes. And so then you throw off the rest of the entire oh, yeah. parking. Everyone's, it's dominoes. Everyone is oh, yeah. oh, I love it when somebody hugs the line because I will hug the line right back on them, right on their driver's side too. Fuck them. Make them, make them, make them crawl through their, their back, you know, their, the side door or whatever, you know. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's, it's, it's a harmless way to screw them over. Yep. I agree. Yes. My biggest traffic pet peeve is when the light turns green, bam, and you oh. honk at me right away. Oh, yeah. Especially... There's a different tone to every honk of the horn. You guys realize that, right? Especially if it's like the light just turned green and you honk, like, a, honk like an asshole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Guess what? I'm, I'm going sit five there. miles an hour after I finally do get started. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, and Well, we still got 10 seconds left. All right, Anybody last thing. You, yep. It's Black Friday. You're at the mall. You see, finally find a parking spot. And somebody goes in, sits in the car, and you're, you have your turn signal on. And then you just sit there. They're on their phone. They're on Instagram. They're putting on their makeup, putting on their seatbelt, taking off their seatbelt. When they know <laughs> that I'm waiting for their parking spot. Yeah. Sorry, I went from traffic back to yeah. parking, but it's, you know, car it's related. Genre. We didn't even get a oh, chance good. to talk about Uber drivers using the right or the, the right turn lane going in. So. Oh Go yeah, jeez. Oh. Don't get don't get me started on that. All right, so um, I think we've established before, maybe not. I'm in sales, so I, I do a lot of like business dinners, and this is I, I love this episode because it's giving me fodder when a bunch of strangers get together and we don't know what to talk about. Awesome. One of my go-to questions is this one. It's my favorite one, just like yours, Don. All right, zombie apocalypse. 
you're on the top of a hill. You have one superpower, one partner with you, one whoever it is, and what's the theme song playing in the background so you can oh my get rid God. of all of the themes. Wow. That's a zombies. good one. So if you guys need a second, what I always say, I want to fly is mine. Okay. Um, you want like, you know, I always want like a Wolverine next to me because, you know, you mm. can't really kill Wolverine and plus Hugh Jackman, right? Yeah. And then lastly, I would have You're the Best Around from the original Karate Kid. Yeah. During the last, like the dojo or the... Um, yeah. The I know the song scene. you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. When Daniel LaRusso about. finally wins over the evil Johnny. Yeah. That's my answer. Gosh, I got to say, uh, probably the ability to turn back time. Uh, Britney Spears circa 2004. <laughs> uh, probably... Well, probably hit me baby one more time. <laughs> oh, so Brittany's actually your like your sidekick. The answer is <laughs> at the, yes. At the top of the, the hill. Hey, awesome. If, if it's a one-way street and everyone's going to die and become a zombie, you might as well have some entertainment there. And right? which what year did she uh, shave her head? Is that post-shaving her head? You know, I don't know. It doesn't really matter at some point. Do you want her with a full head of hair? Yeah, in a preference. <laughs> but, you know, beggars can't be Jews. It's the end of the world. Yep. Um, superpower. Wow. Flight's a good one, because um, you could just fly away. Fuck them. Um, but uh, who do I want with me? Boy, that's a hard one. Would it be Ed? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just for the. Just for the. It would be Ed. Just for the fodder. Just be like, uh, eat him first, um, and then uh, I don't know what song to play. That's a. Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know. I'd have to think about that for a lot longer than we have right now. So. so it's me and you, and uh, and it's it's silent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that seems like a very Nancy Sinatra boots are made for walking moment. Yeah. Um, I am up on this hill with a magical power. Um, uh, beam me up, we, we teleport any, anywhere I can go. Oh, a little like Nightcrawler. Night Jinx. I don't even know what Nightcrawler is, but uh, but uh, yeah, so, not an X Men fan. No, apparently. clearly. Um, nope, nope. I actually have never seen any of those. Comic book don't leave your finger for, in my face. Except for <laughs> Iron Man, young man. <laughs> I was waving it at the concept, not at you, okay? okay. Um, gosh, who's, who's going to be with me? Uh, who's going to be with me? Um, um, I don't know why uh, Justin Timberlake came to my mind, uh, but the song playing in the background is It's the End of the World as We Know It. Oh, that's a good one. Good. Great R.E.M. Good one. Song, yeah. Good one. I can honestly say in all the business dinners I've had, I've never had the same answers twice. Yeah. Just, just like here. Because what are you going to do with Justin Timberlake next to you? <laughs> like, It'd just well, be cool to hang out with JT in like, those final, <laughs> final moments. One of, you guys, one of you guys said, like, the world's going to end anyway. I'm going to get eaten by a zombie or whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sing this song, Bye Bye Bye. You know, yeah. for oh, yeah. and sing. I couldn't think of another celebrity after that because I was too busy thinking about the other so- the song. So there, that's why. All right. All right, next topic. All right, what is something that happened in your life that felt like the worst thing at the time, but was really the best thing or a better thing in the long run? Yikes. Somewhat deep. I can. I guess I can start. I got arrested, and it was terrible at the time, um, but it ended up kind of kicking me forward, and actually, you know, nothing really came of it at the end. So that motivated me. Uh, yeah, uh, I've never been arrested, but I think it would have helped in a couple of instances. Probably would have uh, kicked me in a different direction. Um, 
Yeah. I don't know, man. That's hard. Uh, Ed, do you got anything yet? Or let me think about that. For a I second. got fired from my first job out of college and it was a shitty job. And, uh, I probably would have stuck it out for a little while longer. Um, so they kind of did me a favor. They gave me some severance, uh, and I was able to build up my career after that at 23. So that was kind of, uh, you know, oh my God, I was crying my tear, crying my eyes out. Cause you know, uh, how do you pay the rent? Uh, how do, what do I tell mom and dad? But, uh, but in the end there was, there were better things on the horizon. I have a similar, like a little less dramatic, um, example. When I was freshman in college, I was obsessed with old Navy. I don't, I know. Right. I'm sorry. Can, can we explore Kelly, our that? timer almost <laughs> fell out of her chair. Uh, and so I was like, you know, what, old Navy, blah, blah. And I'm like my summer job, I'm going to work at old Navy. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And they called me. They're like, you didn't fit our, you know, whatever. And we're not going to hire. And Whoa. I was just like, I don't fit in an old Navy. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I, my self-esteem was at an all time low. <laughs> but so I was at Chicago Ridge Mall, if anyone is from the area. Um, and so old Navy said no. And I went to visit my cousin who worked at uh, Carson Perry Scott. God rest its soul. It's no longer a department right, store there. Right. Um, and I was just telling him, like, I didn't get a job. They said I was stupid, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, she's like, do you want to work here? And I was like, not really, but I filled out a, an application. It was the best job I ever had in my entire life. Oh yeah! I got promoted to store trainer within two months. Wow! Set my own schedule. I had at the time I had all these like twenty year old girls that were in love with me, even though I was just like, oh, <laughs> that, that's cool, bro. Um, but because it propelled me into the store trainer, um, I got all these other opportunities because I, I graduated from college with this <clears throat> training thing and like oh. built my resume I actually opened up several other stores and I know it sounds it's still a retail job no offense to retail but I loved it I was gonna go in the corporate world retire and go back to Carson's because I loved it so much and so I took my low self-esteem at Old Navy and turned it into something that I cherish you heard it here first um, you got to be really smart to work at Old Navy uh, they'll take anybody at Carson Perry Scott, but you might be able to turn yourself into something. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, I, I feel kind of sad that I don't have something like that, that like I can think back on. That. Don lives a, a very, very charmed life. I guess so. <laughs> I never really thought about it like that. Like but, the popular yeah. CW show. Yeah. Um, right. I never had anything that like, I, it's like I never quit a job and then got a better one, like, or you know, I never been fired, um, really. So, which is and never been arrested, which is also yeah, a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but there were times when I should have been arrested for sure. <laughs> if any employers are listening, <laughs> it helped. was all dropped. Yeah. The state of Michigan yeah. did not. Press you also charges. never worked at Old Navy, though. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <So>. true, true. <laughs> it, it is amazing, as an aside, how many times people get stuck in a job and you just wait it out and out and out, and then all of a sudden you get canned. And it's 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 like a weight has been lifted. So yeah. right. I'm sure that's. A I whole felt thing. like that about a lot of breakups. <laughs> right. Oh wait, no, I did get fired from the bank. That's right. Um, and I guess that did kind of work out for me because I went to Wrigley. So I guess that would be mine. But like, it, the bank was just at the time was terrible. Like I was working at this bank in Wicker Park, and at the time Wicker Park wasn't what it is now. It was still there was very there was still a very large working class like uh, Puerto Rican and Mexican element to Wicker Park, and. Uh, I was the assistant branch manager and teller supervisor for Midwest Bank and Trust, and it was uh, terrible to have like the corporate part of, you know, our the bank come down on me. Like, you got to sell these people more. Pro-. I was like, they're living paycheck to paycheck, 
And I'm like, and they got mad at me. I got fired because I kept, re- I, I kept reversing overdraft fees. Cause at that point nice. they were just, they were just charging poor. They, they were just stealing money from people that didn't have it. And I, oh, I said, harsh. I said that in a board meeting and my, the branch manager just looked at me and goes, he goes, and like, it was, we're driving back to our branch. He's like, he's like, you realize they're going to make me fire you, right? <laughs> minutes, <laughs> yeah, not hours, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I applaud you for saying it because we were all thinking it, but like, he's like, He's like, I can't believe you said that in front of them. And I was like, did I not, did I say something that wasn't true? I mean, we were stealing money from people that didn't have it. You know? Yep. Brought to you by Chase Bank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Any other bank yeah. from but Midwest. Yeah. But they're, they're, uh, they're done now. They've been bought out three or four times. Over, but, yeah. What you got, Don? Are you, are you next? I think you're um, next, right? Am I next? Uh, I guess yep. I'm next. Okay. Um, you're in prison. You're on death row. What's your last meal? Good I thought question. about this this morning. I thought about this one this morning. This was going to be one of my questions. Oh, too. I thought you were just like in the shower thinking about it. Like, oh, I wonder what my last <laughs> No, it was going to be, be one, of my, uh, one of my things for this podcast. Uh, and by the way, uh, Kelly, who is our timekeeper, who is a female, uh, I want to get her take on this after, at the end of this, uh, this round here. So um, I'm going to say the same thing I said 15 years ago uh, the last time or the first time that I was really asked as an adult. Um, I'm going to sound like I'm 15. Uh, but Lou Malnati's Pizza and a Junior Bacon Cheeseburger from Wendy's. Well, actually, you're the Wendy's guy. <laughs> That's mine. That's good. <clears throat> I must be hungry. That just sounds like amazing right now. <laughs> um, so maybe I'm gonna I'm showing my whatever, but uh, Taco Bell. Um, and what's your cheesy uh, gordita crunch? Okay. Nachos Bel Grande, and I'm glad to say, as of last Thursday, the Mexican pizza has returned. Wait, wait. I can have dessert, right? Yes. Okay. I'll, get, I'll figure out my dessert and I'll let you guys know because I got a huge sweet tooth. Well, so Taco Bell, I don't think they have any more, but they used to have a Choco Taco. So you get all yes. sorts of dessert. That was also amazing. But yes. yeah, Taco Bell. Have you gone back to get your Mexican pizza yet? Oh. They are. Can I, can I tell you that um, I'm actually, I, I have the Taco Bell app on my phone and I got it two <laughs> days early via the app. Damn. Yeah, I don't, don't want to brag, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is the McDonald's? Uh, they probably got the Mulan sauce there still. That, that was me yeah. too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pattern. Yeah. Chris? Uh, well, I would say uh, I, I've always been a big burger fanatic, so I don't know. I, you know as, as a Chicago native, I want to say now, or a resident rather, I would say maybe Oshaval, but I, I kind of go back and forth on the best burger. But yeah, I, I would say a burger, and um, uh, I'm a, still a big soda fan, so as long as I got a regular Coke, that'd be good. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Soda. What, what is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you broken people are. So. <laughs> no, I, you guys did make reference to that in one of the last shows. And so half the family is from Connecticut and the other is from St. Louis. Oh, okay. And so thus soda. Pop, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I vacillate on this. That's why I asked it. But uh, Hold on. It's, it's another vocabulary time with Don. <laughs> <laughs> Means I go round and round. Yeah, can, can we, uh, can we get a theme song for, for that? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I go round and round with this one in my head. Uh, I think about it way more than I should, which is why I asked it. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm never going to be on death row. At least I hope I'm never on death row. But like, uh, I, it always starts with a slice of my grandmother's uh, lasagna, um, a beef from Johnny's Beef in Elmwood Park. Mm-hmm. Booyah! Like, dipped with sweet peppers, please. Um, or juicy with sweet peppers. Such a polite prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> juicy with sweet peppers, please. And then 
but my biggest regret is I don't have any like food allergies that would send me into anaphylactic shock. Because that would be what I would choose if I had one of those, just to be like, ha ha, motherfuckers, you thought you were going to kill me. Now I'm dead anyways. I like it. Okay, and now, for the first time ever, a female voice on the airwaves, airwaves, on the recording of Through the Eyes of Guys. Kelly, what would be your last meal? And I feel honored. Thank you. Um, a big steak burrito smothered in um, cheese with a great piccadillo. Picadillo on top. And specifically from this restaurant, it's Takawakatan that I can't, I've never been able to pronounce. It was <laughs> on West Chicago Avenue and now it's in new, the New City area or Kentucky Fried Chicken. And what do you get from there? Just the, the standard uh, bucket? Uh, yeah, but white meat. All right. And, You're on your way out. You and, can do dark too. And the mashed potatoes. <laughs> Got to have the mashed potatoes there with the gravy. I've never had their mashed potatoes. Do they taste Ooh, natural? Because yeah. some of them are powdery, you know? Probably. They're pretty so, good. Um, is that an extra tasty crispy or regular? Regular. I used to be a crispy girl, but it lost its flavor. I, I like how this group is well-versed on fast food. <laughs> We've gone back to the topic of fast food uh, you know, three or four times. times. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like we're on the right road there. Okay. Uh, back to me. This is my last question. It's a it's a yes or no question, and then if it's a if the answer is yes, um, what was this moment for you? Um, do you feel grown up? And if you do feel like you are grown up or you are a grown up, uh, is there a moment in time, sort of, or or something that happened, or you know, an a, a birthday or something that caused you to be like, holy crap, I am a damn adult? Yeah, that that's a great question. Um, and it's definitely not like a birthday or anything for me. It's more of um, I don't. It's more of the mail that I get. <laughs> so, um, and I'm not saying like AARP or anything, but <laughs> I've heard that a lot. But like when I got my very first uh, tax bill, like what I what I owed for you know income tax from the IRS, which gives, gave me a heart attack, by the way. Um, when I got my very first mortgage um, bill in the mail, that made me feel like a. I am an adult now. I don't care if I'm 25, 27, 50, which I'm not. Um, but like, <laughs> it was definitely that. And I am now getting, <laughs> when I was little, my voice did not change until I was like 35. So I was always like, hi, I'm going to order a pizza. Um, and so the people on the other end would always go, oh, okay, ma'am, it'll be there in 30 minutes. Whoa. And I was like, oh. I was like, what is this, Old Navy all over again? Uh, <laughs> and so when I remember when someone said, oh, thanks, sir, I was like, yes. I'm an adult. Wow, that's a that's a big milestone for you right there. It was so it was a gradual thing from 17 to 35, or all of a sudden one day, bam, no, deep was, voice. It, 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 well, it was a, it was a gradual thing, Ed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those little moments really made again not a milestone birthday, not like a whatever. It's more about the bills, <laughs> mortgage, and being called sir. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I would say yes, and, and kind of the the moment that it happened was actually during COVID. So my cohort of friends all decided to get pregnant at almost the same time. And it was pretty shocking when all of a sudden kids were coming home. And I think the thing that really changed was it, it started to be less weird, like being thrown up upon and being peed on and whatnot. And that was like my moment where I was like, 
oh wait, like <laughs> I'm in a room of adults, therefore I am an adult. <laughs> like, and, oh wait, this is it, college all yeah, over again. Yeah, well, yeah, well, trust me, the fraternity house was not nearly as messy as some of these kids. Um, and and, and the, the smells and odors, and you know, we had 65 guys in the house in the fraternity, so uh, it, it was a mess. Um, just seeing these little kids come home and. I don't know. Grand scheme of things, I would say it was COVID. All of a sudden, all of your buddies are there, and all of a sudden, 40th birthday parties are being canceled because you know their kid got so sick in the airport that they couldn't go on. And I was like, okay, I must be an adult now. <laughs> and you're 36, you said? 36, yeah. All right. Mine's very similar. It's not for me because I feel like I've been in an arrested state of development since I was about 18 or 19. But like, I do realize that, yes, I am older and far wiser now than I was when I was 18. <laughs> and it's just the little things like, uh, I don't know, be out at a bar and see kids open up a tab and close it after two drinks and then want to open another one. And it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? You fucking amateur. It's like, it's like make up your damn mind. Are you staying? Are you going? What are you doing? And, <laughs> and, and what are you doing? Like ordering two drinks, and then closing a tab. Like who does that? I mean, and unless you're leaving, but you're not leaving, you're going to hang out. <laughs> I don't understand that, you know, um, and just it's the little things like that. And just seeing the younger generation and going, God, was I that dumb? And then realizing, yes, I was at one point. <laughs> yes. You know, can I add a recent real just from this past weekend? I was at a, a family wedding, but it, up at the, the bar. They had one of those signs that says you must be born on this date before. Oh, those always kill. Oh, yeah. When, when and, it flipped. And it was 2001. One, right. Yep, 2001. Yep. Right. And that right. was definitely a, not like I'm an adult, but oh my, that was the year I graduated college. Yeah. Right. I, Britney Spears was on the top 20. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need to get you some therapy for your Britney obsession. Yeah. yeah. For the record, I will close out that uh, question with... Um, I do not feel grown up. I echo everything that you guys have felt, but that's not my life. Actually, what, what was your response, Paul? I wasn't really listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you said the, the, the bill in the mail. Bills. And the, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, oh, my, my deep voice, Ed. Whatever. Okay. But that, I mean, the 2001 drinking age <clears throat> is definitely like a shocker. I, for whatever reason, I, I always uh, consider grown up to be based on my own personal life. And considering I'm still living with just my pets uh, in a condo and, you know, I guess uh, not necessarily the dream of the white picket fence and everything, but like, I just still feel like I'm just, you know, I'm on my way still, 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 still on that road, you know, but not quite grown up. And in the, in the almighty words of Jimmy Buffett, growing older, but not up yeah. with that. I will pass it on to Paul. All right. Or this is number, let's see. This is my last one. One, two, three. Everybody's last one. Okay. So we got three more to go. Nine. So th this one, I guess, is a little bit deeper. I, I had some, a little bit more levity a little bit earlier. Um, looking back on your 46, 36, 45 year, 44 years, one thing that you wish you would have done differently this and this can be anything so it's kind of along the same lines of like what you thought was bad but turned into a blessing or good thing yeah i would say uh you know having more of a focus on health i uh i in the I, growing up i was uh, always a swimmer and so always in very good shape and i took that very much for granted and basically didn't do 
anything for 10 or 12 years. And, uh, and I feel like that was a entirely missed opportunity where, you know, I'm not looking to be, uh, you know, on the cover of a magazine, but it would be nice to feel a little bit better about how I am with Brittany. Well, of course. (laughs) Is there anyone else really? (laughs) I think I would have tried a little harder to like learn an actual musical instrument. I know that seems petty and small, but like, I mean, I could still do that to this day, but like, it just, I don't know. I, I feel like I would have been way better at like guitar had I actually sat down with it and tried or way better at like, you know, trumpet when I was playing that in high school, but I never really applied myself the way I could have. Gotcha. So here I am at uh, 44 and you noticed in my kitchen that there's some meal preps sort of stuff going on. I and I really wish, uh, to your point, Chris, about health, I really, uh, as a starting point, I really wish I would have joined wrestling in high school. The friends that I knew that joined wrestling learned a lot about about health. They got uh, you know very strong upper body wise and everything else, and just kind of seemed like they were you know in, in tune with their body. And and I just kind of coasted through life, never knowing anything about it. So here I am trying to sort of sort of catch up. Um, that's that's on, on one side of thing. A lot of things like that though about learning stuff. Um, I kind of wish that I would have learned. Uh, culinary stuff and and those kind of grown up things a little earlier. You know, I'm I'm getting a grasp on them now, but a little earlier. Um, what was the other thing I had there? That was actually my other question that I opted not to ask. Is something you wish you learned in high school that, or that they taught in high school that you didn't because you spent too much time in um, other crap classes? Yes, just doing stupid shit. Right. So I took uh, four years of Spanish uh, in high school, all A's. Every time, all the way through, he had a huge knack for it, took one semester at NIU, and then for whatever reason, I was afraid of going and living on like an, like an international or bilingual floor at the dorms or whatever, uh, and I, and I didn't never, never pursued it. So I would have liked to have been like some kind of a bilingual Did you forget something. a lot of that, or are you still pretty fluent in Spanish? I could hold my own, but it's kind of like if you see somebody that, that's just learning English, okay. and they can like kind of like float along in a yeah. conversation, but okay. they sound like they don't... It's have, a little have, broken. Yeah, yeah. So I, I could definitely, uh, you know, express myself, but it probably would sound like like the weird uh, wrong verb tenses and, uh, You're and that kind like of stuff. sound like Borat. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Um, is there time for me to answer? Five seconds. Oh, five seconds. Um, I wish I would have come out earlier. Mm. I, w- I was really old when I came out. Come out of what? The, the closet. <laughs> the, <laughs> actually, it's, so so Don, thank you for saying. But I came out of my closet and I came out of my shell around the same time. Okay. So both. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. And so, like at NIU, they had the bilingual floors, but they also had like LGBTQ floors. I don't think the Q is there yet. It was still twenty plus years ago. They did. <laughs> they did. They had that one is floor. Wonderful. Simpler time. I had, I had, I had no Douglas. idea. Wow. And I was this close to like checking the box for my like floor preference. I'm like, but then everyone will know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then everyone on my floor will know. But then I'm like, wait a second. Everyone on my floor would be there anyway. Right. But they'd know about me. Yeah. So <laughs> it was something I, you know, all through college, there's all these different, they did have a lot of mixers. Do you remember Eduardo's down, yeah. downtown? The uh-huh. They had like a monthly, like margarita gay it up thing. And I was like, I should go to that. But I never did. Wow. Uh, but you really wanted to. But I really wanted to. <laughs> Talk about time travel, damn. All right, Chris, what do you got for us? Well, we'll go back into the time travel category. So what are you too old for but still enjoy? 
<clears throat> Masturbation is not included here. Don's right? like 16 year olds. Not 16, but uh, 18 is legal. Um, <laughs> well, there's actually a nuance to that. Um, what do you mean there's a nuance to that? Most states, the legal age of consent is actually lower than Yeah, that, it is but. actually lower, but I don't go lower than 18. Um, I don't even go to 18 anymore. I don't go to 18 anymore either. Uh, but oh, I don't know. That's a hard one. Um, oof. I probably shouldn't drink as much as I do, but I'm good at it, so I keep doing it. <laughs> Gosh, uh, I'm trying to think of like little treats and stuff. I mean, I got such a sweet tooth that like any of those old childhood uh, treats and I'm just like, I'll eat half a box. Where was I at? Oh, I was at a men's meeting the other night and we were talking about our favorite childhood snack, actually. A Mensa meeting? Men's. Oh, okay. I'm not that smart. All right. I was like, oh, I learned something new today. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called mensliving.org, I think. It's, it's just like, it's, it's like basically like this, but it's a little more serious. And uh, they asked us uh, the favorite childhood uh, snack. I said fruit roll-ups, but which was what came to me. But do you guys those remember? things were terrible? It was like eating plastic. How they did you still eat are that fantastic. shit? <laughs> did you only have the strawberry ones? I I ate like one of them once and was like, "That's terrible. I'm never eating that again." Like I fruit liked. by the foot, right? Similar. It's the same texture, yeah. Right. But it, but it was just like a like a half piece of paper, basically. And I was telling the group also, at, at a certain point in the years of fruit roll-ups, they actually had like shapes in there too, like a star Stars and a, a yeah. half moon or whatever else. You know, they're improving it. Right. But one of the guys in the group said the Nutty Bars. Do you guys oh, remember Nutty Bars? Uh, I little do, Debbie. Little do Debbie, have yeah. a soft spot in my heart for oh, those. Oh, man, those are so good. It's a, the perfect mix of peanut butter and chocolate. So... If well, I would no, say that would be the Reese's peanut butter egg thank you. Easter time, but yeah. Oh, that's right. That's already been established yeah, on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, I believe there was a text between you guys after the fact. <laughs> Somebody experienced that. And uh, I forget what the observation no, it was. was. Well, it was amazing. That's a, that's a really good question. I, you know, I guess I'm a sucker for, I still like to watch cartoons, like not, not religiously. Um, Get roped in. Yeah, you know, and, and so what's the thing that's really depressing, no, so thanks a lot, um, is, you know, you go back, because you can stream anything now, right? Literally, any Netflix, of one of the many, many streaming services, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this was my favorite cartoon when I was little, and I press play, and five minutes into it, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I, and I, I get it, but like, and so like nothing from, nothing holds the magic, but I still try to, I'm like... Oh, I'll are you just into like cartoons with like the the younger theme cartoons, like Woody or like, or do you like like anime and stuff like that? No, too, no, no anime. Like, so I'll give you an example, the perfect example. Every holiday season, because there's a really cool thing on Netflix now called Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, and I've, heard, I've heard oh, about it. It's that. really cool. But like, I don't consider like The Simpsons or Family Guy, you know, to be child cartoons. Yeah. So yeah, but so like every holiday season, I have to watch The Grinch. I have to watch I love that Rudolph. Mm -hmm. I have to watch all that stuff. Like the old stop motion claymation shit? Yes, yeah, exactly. Desperately cool. trying to reclaim my youth, I guess. Yeah. So I guess that's probably something I should... Like, I don't make a go out of my way, but I'll, I'll watch the, like... Oh, I have that, a checklist. All the Peanuts specials. Yeah. Like, if they're on, I'll watch them, just because, like, it takes you back. And let's be honest, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, is boring. It um, is really boring. I don't remember that one so much. I see the Christmas one a lot more often. There's a Thanksgiving one too, isn't there? There, there, there is, is a Thanksgiving where one. Where Peppermint Patty 
bullies her way into Charlie Brown's backyard right. demands a Thanksgiving dinner. Bitch. Right. She is a bully. Or is she a motherfucker? <laughs> oh, bringing it full circle. Yeah. Uh, to your point of childhood stuff, so I tried, uh, I found in a video store, this is before Netflix, Pee Wee's Playhouse, when oh, I yeah. was like in my 30s, and I brought it home, and I rented it. Nope. Could not stomach it. Right. But um, Hanna-Barbera has an app called Boomerang, and if you pay six ninety nine a month, you can see all the old original, anything Hanna-Barbera, you know, uh, Scooby-Doo, all that stuff. I guess, I don't know if Woody Woodpecker was on there, but Droopy was on there, right? So I'd watch an old Droopy one and Tom and Jerry and all the, all those. I, those would still entertain me. But for whatever reason, Pee-wee's Playhouse? No, thank you. Right. And I don't even think it has to do with what he did in the theater. <laughs> I just think the whole thing is just, man, I don't know. He was just like, why does this guy go to the, his playhouse like on Saturday mornings just for like a half hour? And this cowboy guy stops by and his chair talks. Do you know who played the cowboy? Oh, it's somebody... Lawrence yeah, Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne, yes. Oh, wow. I just remember him saying say to Pee Wee, Samuel L. Jackson. I sleep in the nude, Pee Wee, because they wanted to have a sleepover. I sleep in the nude. Oh, and that's wow. Lawrence Fishburne, a black guy doing a southern accent like that. But, <laughs> that would stir up for today. jazz. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Lawrence Fishburne's first role was? Uh, um, it was something... He was a cowboy with Curtis. Bill Cosby no. or something? No, he was Cleon in Apocalypse Now. Oh. He was the black guy on the boat. And what 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 was that? Who what, who was that character? He was just uh, like he was like a young grunt on this naval boat that was supposed to get uh, the main character played by Sheen up the river. But are we way over? On I this think we're over three minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. That was the la- that was the last question, right? Or, or do we have one more? Um, I had one more question, Go ahead. but we I, I I don't know. You don't it's, like it? It, it? It's all right, but I, it was it one dead celebrity you could bring back. Okay. Um, hmm. Do you have an answer? Um, Britney I'm- Spears. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Right. Don't think she's dead. Well, I had a hard time. Th- there's a bunch, but like, um, Chris Farley comes to mind because mm. I think he had a lot more to offer. Um, Belushi, the same way. Just it'd, it'd definitely be a comedian. Like, I, I would have loved to see what George Carlin did with today. I would have loved to see what Bill Hicks did with today. You know, as far as their take on it, um, I would love seeing what Richard Pryor did today. You know, so it would probably be a comedian for me. Um, the one that comes to mind that that just we lost her just just way 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 too young uh, is is Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, you did deliver that with a deadpan face. That was so great. I, I couldn't I was, give yeah, you guys eye contact great. though. That was great. Um, very tragic that she didn't make it to 100, though. I, I, yes. I, I think. Real um, odd side note there. What was really, I thought, in my opinion, very tacky was the week after. Like all the magazines had already published. Betty yeah. White turns 100. I know people. All these things. So the Tributes. supermarket thing. They were. They weren't tributes yet. They were. Well, no, they, they were. They were like. Yeah. yeah. And they threw them out on the market mm-hmm. and the shelves yeah. anyway. Yeah. I just thought that was wildly inappropriate. Wouldn't yeah? Isn't there a button or like a memo you send out like like take them all and 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 burn them or or whatever you know? Yep. There's got to be an emergency button or whatever. Um, this is not personal to me, but maybe those guys that all died in that plane crash together, like like they were really young musicians, Richie Valens oh, Richie and those Valens, two other Big guys, Bopper. Big Bopper and those yeah. other. Mm. Um, it seems like they were really young, and maybe they had, they had a lot more music to make. I don't know. No. Elvis lived long enough, but he was kind of a you know a, a 
tub of crap at that point when by the time he died. So Elvis was part of the twenty seven club, wasn't he? Didn't he die at twenty seven? I think it was a little longer than that. No, I I think it was more. Yeah, Yeah. he made it longer than that. Yeah. 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 Old was Whitney yeah. Houston. Um, she might have been twenty-seven. No, she was. No, she, no, she was, was in her yeah. thirties. Her daughter 40s. was in her, I yeah. think, late teens. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to follow Don's lead in uh, comedians. Uh, one of which I think I'm, I'm dating myself, but Lucille Ball I oh, think is oh, yeah. absolutely yeah genius. Yeah, she was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and the other one who um, may or may not be someone you recognize, Gilda Radner. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Was, uh, SNL and Gilda's yeah, she house. was taken t- way too early. She got she cancer. got cancer. She had cancer. I want to say late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was married to Willy Wonka in real life. Yeah. 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 Her and Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. Yeah. <laughs> For all of you. For all of you who don't know. Yeah. Um, but I just both of them. Um, and uh, not to start a whole different conversation, but I feel like female comedians, just like you're re- referencing Dorothy Parker yeah. earlier. Don't get their due. Their due, right? Um, and I just think, that especially, I've watched a lot of stuff on Lucille Ball, and she's right. just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Again, with that question that I asked, I go round and round with everybody on that list except for Dorothy Parker. She'd have to be part of that dinner. She would have to be, just because everything I've ever read by her just makes me laugh out loud. It's <laughs> it's great stuff. And I would say uh, I was always such a huge Bond fan, and so Roger Moore. Okay. Still, it's unconventional, but Roger Moore, in my opinion, is the best Bond because it's fun and entertaining, and he's you know half jerk, half playboy, and all that. It was too bad to see him pass away. So I've never I bring been him back. huge into the Bond, but always preferred Connery. But maybe that's just because of the, my Scottish background. No, you I should try Bondage. <laughs> <laughs> that's episode eleven. <laughs> I don't know. I think Pierce Brosnan kind of like. What's the word I'm looking for? He was really good, bodies. but he only did like what one or two. He movies. He only did a hand because he didn't want to get you know right. typecast. Right, right. Um, but I just felt like if I'm reading a James Bond book, which I never did <laughs> or ever will, he would be who I would picture. Yeah. To, to clarify, there's yeah. only I think two James Bond books. So. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys hear the rumors that the next one's going to be a female? No, oh, I thought no. it was supposed I to be, it be a big was Idris Elba. Idris Elba, yeah. But, yeah. but now there's that woman in the contention, so yeah. uh, that'll be interesting. Jamie, well, Jamie Bond, the broccoli, <laughs> Jamie exactly. Bond. That's Jane my Bond. point. Yeah. So what do you guys think? This was kind of a cool format, wasn't it? This, yeah. I, you I, know, again from a oh. professional perspective, I love this because you guys gave me fodder when I'm sitting at a table <laughs> with a bunch of people that are staring at each other, not having, and I, I feel like this. This ringleader, I'm like, hey everybody, look at me, <laughs> and I'm trying to do this thing. <laughs> yeah. So this was great. Good. I think we'll do this, um, you know, every half dozen or so episodes. Unfortunately, you guys were here for the first one here, and we probably won't include you in the next one. But uh, yeah. I think we're going to give everybody else a turn on that one too. So, thanks for being here. This was fun. Um, was. Hope you guys also enjoyed yourself, and hope the listeners also never got bored because I think uh, you never know what direction we're going to take today. Right, right. A little serious, a little funny, a little, a little stupid. You can, know? I, can I put out a request? Is that I okay? suppose. Yeah. So th- we. There's an email that you have, right? Yes. For, and what is that email address? Through the eyes of guys at gmail.com, and that is with the T H R U. Okay. Because I would love some of these answers to hear from some of the people that are listening. Right. Because I'm sure some people were screaming and listening uh-huh. to our answers. Yep. Some people were probably agreeing. Some people may also have a thing for Britney Spears. Right. Um, so, but I think, it, so yes. It, it, yes. if you, um, so if one of the questions we had, you have a really strong feeling about, uh, tell us, and then I think maybe Ed can read it next time. Yeah. 
I would love to hear from, from our listeners as far as that goes, responses. But also send us your ideas for the next time we do a, a Dirty Dozen questions. Yep. Sorry, Don, are, you, are we keeping you awake? No, I, it, that coffee ran out already. Was there a reason you leaned in to yawn? I, no, it's because anytime I make a noise, I have to be, be sure I'm heard. Um, yeah, no, uh, no, you're not boring me. Uh, I've been up since 7. I had the early shift at work today. So it's a long day. Yeah. Kelly, thank you for being our timer today. Was somewhat. Was this fun for you at all? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, would you like my microphone? No, that's okay. Was there any any of our answers today that that you heard during this thing where you're like, "What the fuck are they thinking?" Uh, only the answers to your first question. Oh, really? Well, we've had this discussion. <laughs> yeah, she 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 thinks that bitch is really harsh, and and a, a couple of my female friends do. It, As it a wasn't like who's been <clears throat> called a bitch. Yeah. Well, it wasn't across the board where all the females I asked. Thought female that thought the bitch was harsh and all all dudes did not. It was it was it was it was all you know varied. Comparing those two, looking at it literally, you know, bitch is worse. <laughs> you know, I, I think I put this in our little text thread this week. I I feel like that word is sometimes an honor. Like I feel like some people are like, oh yeah, I was a total bitch to him, or like they they take so the I don't think it was. Isn't that Lizzo song? I'm 100% that bitch. That bitch, or, you know, there's a, a, a random song by Libby Frank called... Again, everything's all about context. Right, right. And so, I guess if you own it, like, I'm a bitch. Uh, there's a song by Libby Frank called Now I'm That mm. Bitch, and it's very, like... And I don't want to come off as, like, the 46-year-old old curmudgeon guy, but, like, a, a lot of the younger generation does not understand context nowadays. Right. It's like, they don't get, like, that some things are not meant to offend and this bitch did not <laughs> <laughs> she was younger that was the only redeeming quality of her all right guys we'll call that an episode and uh we'll see you around the corner for episode 11 i'm eddie J. we'll see you next time remember we're all in this together leave no guy behind what's on your mind Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the TuneIn Radio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I have to get nachos? Then I forget about what episode number it is. You, you know didn't I mean? have to get nachos. I, Nobody I said know. you had to get nachos. I know. Is it 10? Oh, wow. Giggity, giggity. Yeah, that, no, the, the long-term girlfriend was eight. So She was eight years old. Wow. <laughs> no, she was a couple years old. You perv. <laughs> giggity, giggity. Do you have a beer? Oh, you do have a beer. Good. I do. I'm glad yes. I'm not drinking alone. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I get the shakes every day at 3.30. <laughs> Rain or shine. So.